welcome to Amazing Things with Dan Garrison and friends. I'm Dan Garrison, your host, and I want to welcome you back to this first ever mini-series. This is episode two in a four-episode first ever mini-series I'm featuring here on Amazing Things. I'm calling it 12 Gifts at Christmas. If you hadn't caught season one of Amazing Things, uh, I created that back in April of 2021, and you can listen to uh, the interviews with a bunch of my friends who are doing amazing things with their gifts and talents in their neighborhoods and communities around the world to bless the people around them. And I hope that what you hear in uh, this short series will be a blessing to you here at this time of the year. I think these 12 gifts are incredibly appropriate, but they're also things you can unpack all throughout the year. So if you didn't catch episode one, there's three gifts out there. I've got three more coming in this episode and then three more in the, in the next two episodes. But I first want to give a shout out I say thanks to my little brother, Kevin, and his friend, Nike, for letting me host my uh, podcast recording here in the kitchen of their brand new Airbnb they're calling the Backstreet Gallery. It's right here down on the off the edge of downtown Atlanta in a town called Decatur. If you're not from the ATL uh, or when you when you get a chance to cruise through the ATL, you should stop by. Uh, I'm going to start over this. Not what I'm trying to say. So. Hey everyone, welcome to Amazing Things with Dan Garrison, friends. I'm your host, Dan Garrison, and I want to welcome you back to this first ever mini-series I'm calling 12 Gifts at Christmas, when I'm producing four episodes featuring three gifts each that I think are appropriate for this season and this time of year that have been super big gifts in my life for a long time, and not just me, but many uh, thousands, and in some cases with these gifts, literally millions of people, but I've Still find it um, astonishing that some people are not aware of these. They're just incredibly important resources and gifts that I hope you'll unwrap and consider sharing with others. But before I get into those three gifts, I have a question and a short story. And I want to give a, a shout out and say thanks to my little brother, Kevin, and his friend, Nike, who pr provided me as a one of their first test guests a, a chance to stay at their brand new Airbnb here in the ATL the we're just off downtown Atlanta here in a little town called Decatur and this property they're calling the backstage gallery and they've done a fantastic job with this so if you're ever looking for a place to land in the ATL you can come here and enjoy a killer backyard with a grill and a and a what's it's a back porch with a, a, a fire pit two great bedrooms with two baths and a front porch uh, and you can see it's super well appointed so shout out to Kevin and Nike, thank y'all for letting me uh, stay here and enjoy this. Um, but I'm excited that I can actually uh, record here um, and bring you these three gifts. And before I do that, I want to just ask a question about, you know, just like um, getting a great recommendation on an Airbnb can totally change your experience. I've stated a number of uh, a number of them around the country, um, and some are better than others, but. Here's a question. What's the last food recommendation that you got to somebody that was um, that was a game changer? Something that you're like, oh my gosh, whether it was a restaurant, a recipe, or some really new tool or, that just took your cooking game to the next level. I had a couple of those. I, if, if you feel free like sharing, you can drop a comment in YouTube. I'd love to hear some of your recommendations. Um, I just got uh, introduced to two new restaurants have never been here even though I grew up in Atlanta my other brother JJ and my sister-in-law Jackie 
uh, took me to two new restaurants. I've not been around and man, there was some, uh, I got to take in some new great food, but maybe you've got some recommendations from your part of the world. So drop them in the comments, or if you're just tuning in on, a, on Apple or Spotify, then you can go out and leave a review and let me know what's maybe one of your favorite recipes. Um, I recently had a friend, my shout out to my buddy, Russ Kellman back in Dallas, who was like, man, you need to get an Instapot. And I finally uh, was like, yeah, I do. I, I need to kind of speed up my cooking time. Um, and sure enough, I got the Instapot and man, it opened up a whole new world of recipes and possibilities and kind of shrunk down the time that it takes me to cook. And I look like some kind of genius chef in the kitchen, even though I don't have a lot of skills like my brothers do. Those guys can crank it out in the kitchen. Um, but man, if, if you've ever gotten a good food recommendation, you know how uh, helpful and how much of a blessing it can be. You're like, man, I, I didn't know about this recipe or that restaurant or this really new tool. Um, and, and, and I've got an example of a little more serious example about how recommendations can be life-changing. Food is one thing, but I'll tell you a quick story. Back when I was in high school, I was a junior and I'll just go ahead and date myself. This was 1983 when uh, my dad and some partners were standing up a brand new uh, retail business known as the Athletic Club, which is really one of the first ever, it might've been the first ever all Nike retail concept, not just shoes, but clothes and belts and hats, all the stuff. And so we were at one of the grand openings. I think it was at Perimeter Mall, for those of you who know the, the scene around the ATL. And I was standing out, kind of in the middle of what was going on. And I, I met one of the store employees whose name is David Siddons, who's become a lifelong great friend. But at the time he was working for my dad, um, selling out of the store. And he went on to work with Nike. In fact, ran Nike Australia. And anyway, not, uh, we, he asked me a simple question. Uh, like, hey, where are you thinking about going to school? And I had a really simple rubric at the time, and you know, just thinking I was I was looking to go to a small school, maybe out of state, and uh, to to a place where I could study math and science and play baseball. And sure enough, I had no idea, but David was about to make a recommendation that would change my life. He was like, "Man, you sure enough need to go check out Rollins College, where they have a great baseball coach. You need to meet him." He happened to know Boyd Coffee, which was a guy that um, ended up having a humongous influence in my life. And sure enough, with that recommendation, I decided to apply. I got accepted. Not only did I get accepted, I got a near full academic scholarship that allowed me to go enjoy four, actually more than four years um, to do exactly what I um, was thinking about doing. I went out of state to a small school. I ended up becoming a physics major. I studied math and science a lot, uh, made unbelievably great lifelong friends, um, ended up going to graduate school and playing my fifth year on the baseball team um, after really being the bullpen catcher for a long time. Those of you, um, Greg Conley out there, if you're listening to this, he was, and Tim Watkins, my two of my great buddies, and there's so many friends I could mention here that I got influenced by and got to play with and Man, don't get me started on that. I kind of got myself started on that here. But anyway, my Rollins experience was absolutely transformative in my life. Um, I got to end up 
finally playing as a fifth year senior on a team that we went to the world series for the first time since the 1950s. And, um, and then again, and that helped launch my career. I actually met my wife and that led to us having four kids and who are four of the most important people and biggest blessings in my life. So shout out to McKenna and Beck and Josh and Emma, but imagine what would have happened if David Siddons just kept his mouth closed when he heard what I was uh, telling him about what I wanted to do, if he would have kept his, his own great experience about Rollins to himself. He had so many great things to say, and I ended up going down. I got on the airplane for the first time in my life, I went on an interview. I got to meet the baseball coach, Boyd Coffey, who is a legendary coach uh, to literally hundreds and hundreds of young men like me. Um, he spent 30 years at that institution. So I could go on and on about the power of a recommendation. And that's what I'm really trying to do here in this short mini series is give you 12 recommendations that I really do believe if you'll engage with them, they could, they could be even more transformative than what I'm, what the impact that one person telling me about Rollins was. So uh, with that, I want to, I want to start just like with a quick recap, because back in episode one, I talked about, you know, binge watching and the, and the thing that it is in this day and age. Um, and tr I'm trying to point you, and I, and I took the, the time in, the, in episode one to point you to three binge worthy, what I think are soul satisfying uh, resources uh, that are free. They happen to be the chosen TV series, first ever multi-season series about the life of Jesus and the people around him that's done in a way that's it's not cheesy it's so authentic and one of the most engaging portrayals of the most historic person in history so you got to go check it out if you want to know about that go check out episode one and then I I said hey download the version bible app and then which has been downloaded almost five over 500 million times and in 68 billion engagements just in this year alone um Lots of people are paying attention to that resource and another one called the Bible Project. And the reason I started with those three is because those, I, I'm fully convinced, and it's something I think is entirely appropriate this time of year, that those of us who are celebrating Christmas, when this crazy idea that God would appear in the flesh to be the visible image of the invisible God in the person of Jesus Christ, and he were celebrating not only that he was born, but then he was born to come and he's coming back. And in between that, he did something on the cross that um, we Christians believe is crucial to allow us to be reconciled into a relationship with God. I just, I think I grew up with a spiritual upbringing in a church and, but I don't think that God is looking to have us join a religion and just go to church. He's looking and he designed us to have a relationship with him. And so everything that I'm trying to share here at this Christmas season, these 12 gifts is built around those, uh, built around that idea. How can we have a rich, deep, intimate, growing personal relationship with God and how will it influence the way we live and walk in this world and work our, do our best to love other people and show them in an imperfect way, the goodness of God. And so the first three gifts were built around this incredible, important book uh, called the Bible. It's really a library um, of books. And, and so the first three gifts were built around the word of God because God's means of grace, he designed that to be 
a way that we would see who God really is. He would reveal himself through this collection of books. Now, second, the second way out of the three ways I'm going to kind of feature here in this series is the word of God, the people of God, and the spirit of God. So that's pointing you to where we're going in episode three and four. But but the, the three gifts that I want to give to share with you right now are gifts that have impacted me tremendously, and they're built around the people of God. And they happen to be three ministries that I'm going to unpack one at a time. And I'm going to, I'm going to start by sharing my screen and uh, take you to this first one that wasn't a, 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 <clears throat> excuse me, a part of my life until about 10, uh, 10 12 years ago when uh, our family was making a decision to move up to the Northeast and leave Texas and go plant ourselves uh, in the Northeast. And I happened to um, land a job at a charter school in Harlem called Harlem Village Academy as we were moving up there in part because my youngest daughter, Emma, shout out to Emma, who's a professional ballerina in Europe now. She was 12 years old at the time and had been invited to a, a pretty premier uh, pre-professional ballet program in lower Manhattan. Um, so I ended up landing in Harlem to help start a freshman physics course. And when I went up there, I also was looking for a way to make a difference on the campus and the lives of the students and the people I would be around. And fortunately, I got to, I found an apartment that was close to the school. I got to walk to school every day and I, I got involved with a faith community that was not far away. In fact, just a couple of blocks away. I sat down with the, the friends that I was um, just getting to know and said, hey, what are we doing to try to impact the neighborhood? And they said, hey, we're, you know, we're working on some things. And one thing that you ought to pay attention to since you're at the school over there, they knew about the school. And one of the people there said, hey, you ought to reach out to this guy named Aswan Morris. He's the regional director for Young Life New York. And so sure enough, I got his email, sent him an email, say, hey, I'd love to meet up with you. I'm just brand new at the school and looking for a way to get involved and and about three weeks later, just as school is about to start, I get a, I get a text message from, from Aswan and saying, yo, dude, this is a total answer to prayer. And I'm like, wait a second, like, what were you praying for? And sure, so we met up for lunch and got to meet the, the one and only Jordan Rice and Aswan Morris. And, and they said, hey, we're looking for somebody who, uh, who loves Jesus, who loves teaching, who loves kids. And I'm like, well, that's me. And they said, well, you know, we've been looking for someone to connect with on the staff uh, as they had been reaching out to build relationships with kids and people that were working there. And they said, I said, well, what do y'all want to do? And they said, hey, let's, would you be open to starting a club? And I'm like, club, I have no idea what that is. So sure enough, they tell me Young Life has these uh, weekly gatherings they call the club. And it's kind of like a party with a purpose. And if you read here on the website, it says the goal of Young Life. And if you want to read the history, you should go to the website and learn about how Young Life got started way back in the 1930s. Um, and I, I'm kind of ripping the, the hat for the, the Young Life crew that's um, in White in the White Rock area in East Dallas um, that I've been connected with ever since I uh, moved back from New York to Dallas. But you can see here that Young Life's focus is to go to kids and build bridges of authentic friendship and introduce them to who Jesus Christ is. And, you know, I grew up in the church and going to a Catholic school and I had a lot of those kind of things happening in my life, but I had never run across Young Life. And sure enough, Young Life, we, we started that club 
And it was one of the most um, fun things and important things that I think I've ever done. I had, I got to play a small part with this team there that is still impacting kids to this, to this day. And we started the, the club in my classroom and brought some cookies and some fun skits and some music and some, uh, a progressive revelation of the good news about who Jesus is over the course of that year. And I ended up only being there for one year, but since then, um, guys like Aswan and, and the team that, that's up there in New York, I, I don't have time to name them all, but they've been investing in kids ever since. And so sure enough, when I came back to uh, Dallas to go to work at where, where, I'm, where I'm now an engineering teacher and robotics coach at Woodrow Wilson High School in Dallas, Texas, the, one of the first things I did was I reached out to find out how can I get connected? Is there young life at Woodrow? And sure enough, you look at the hat here, that, that club is one of the longest, it may be the longest um, running club uh, in young life in the world. It cranked up in 1941 and it's never stopped since. Now, in the, in the meantime, since Young Life was founded, it's now grown to be literally all over the world. And so you can click here and go find Young Life just about wherever you are. Um, in fact, I've got another great friend. You can hear about him in, in uh, my season one episode with Michael Bezdek, who's doing some incredible work with his organization, Conscious Coalition, a nonprofit that's working to bring clean water and community building and servant leader training and so many other things on the other side of the world in Uganda. And sure enough, we're working to connect with a Young Life group over there in Uganda. And all you got to do to find out where Young Life is, if you're in, in Young Life, is out there reaching out to middle schoolers, high schoolers, and early uh, young adult college folks that might want to invest in being a volunteer. And so maybe, maybe if you're in high school or middle school or a, the parent of a middle school or high schooler or know somebody who's in middle school or high school, then this resource, you, if you haven't heard of it, you should point people and say, hey, go check out Young Life. I just got to introduce one of my students in the last two weeks to two amazing young women who are going to meet with her and introduce her to what it looks like to have a, a life that is built around living the ways and learning the ways and enjoying the life that Jesus Christ has to offer. So Young Life, uh, you can, you, I, I'm just going to point you to a couple, you can go find out anywhere on planet earth, just go to this place, where are they? And you can learn more about from all their resources online. Um, and I want to, I want to point you to, uh, well, there's a whole bunch of other stats and but the, the main thing is, again, just like my buddy David's like, hey, you should go check out Rollins. And maybe Young Life is new to you. I, I, I find it hard to believe because it's Young Life is literally just everywhere. And if you go search out here, you can find it in every state, countries all over the world. I think it's in nearly 100 countries. So there's a chance to get involved and there's lots of ways to participate. Now, I'm going to transition here to the next gift that I want to share um, that really actually does have um, a connection, some pretty deep connections to Young Life and, and ministries just like it. I happen to have been a part of a faith community in Dallas um, since 2007, and I'm going to point to it right here. And this was after the prior 10 years of when I had my own personal 
grace awakening, as I call it, when I finally came to realize by the grace of God that his gift of salvation is what offered 100% free. God offers us literally the gift of faith and then says, hey, I want to wake you up and let you know that I want to have a relationship with you. And all you have to do is admit that you are a sinner in need of help and that you can't pay the price for your sin on your own, which is exactly why Jesus came at Christmas. He came to save us from ourselves and from sin and from death. Those are staggering claims. And whether you're here maybe exploring the faith or you've already made a commitment to the faith of walking with Jesus and being part of his uh, family of followers, or maybe you're somebody who's you know, disinterested, please stay with me. Or maybe you've walked away or been turned off or uh, you've been de-churched or you're unchurched or you're just disinterested. I'm here to tell you that there are people who have experienced, just like I have, the true abundant life that God has designed and intended for us. And that's why I'm pointing you to these three gifts here that uh, have thousands and thousands of people who have experienced the same thing. And I've been super fortunate. I had uh, about 10 years to hang out at another uh, incredible faith community called Bentry Bible Fellowship, where there was great teaching. And my first uh, exposure to biblical community, where people get involved with your life and help you um, learn how to follow Jesus and be honest about the struggles we have and man, we all have them. We all, we all need help. And God sends people to be one of those big, major means of grace to bring what we need to remind us who God is, that he's good. And to, when, when necessary, lean in and say, hey, maybe you've got something going on that doesn't really um, help you show those around you, as imperfect as you are, how good God is. And I've had, I have I don't even, there aren't words to describe how blessed I've been to be a part of that faith community. And then later, about 10 years down the road, this was starting in the summer of 2007, um, through a whole series of events, I, I was led to become a part of this community, Watermark Community Church. Uh, and there's so many great faith communities, certainly in, um, in the area that I've lived for the last 20 plus years in North Texas, but all over the world. So I don't hold out Watermark as uh, as the greatest uh, co community of, of faith expression, but I'm here to tell you, it is one of the great ones. There's, uh, first of all, great teaching. And if you're interested, that's that's the beauty of the internet and the power of the the digital landscape is that you don't have to be a part of Watermark to go be a benefit to all the, the, the dozens and dozens of resources and ministries. So I'm just going to point, point to a few here, this, this, um, this message resource. Uh, and, and the, one of the great things I'll just mention is that Watermark is not built around a single person who's living on earth right now. There are so many devoted, dedicated, talented, gifted people who know they're not perfect and stand up every day and go offer their best to those who are part of this community and our whole and the whole city. Watermark started in, in Dallas, moving around a 
like 20 plus locations in its first five years and then landed at a place where it's been growing and multiplying ever since. It's, there's a campus in Fort Worth and Plano and now Frisco and uh, East Dallas out in Rockwall and even in South Dallas, there's a brand new community being built uh, out of an old Dallas ISD high, uh, middle school that was purchased and is being converted into a resource for that community. Um, but there's a, a very diverse group of teachers there. It's not just one guy. Um, well, there is one guy that the church is built around and his name is Jesus. But this teaching team is some of the most gifted teaching available on planet earth. Um, and you can get a sample of that from the, the three gentlemen who uh, brought this most recent uh, four-part series that's built around what's called the story of creation, the fall, redemption, restoration. And the time at Christmas is the perfect time to engage with this, but you can go look up um, and filter this however you want, by a speaker, by scripture, by ministry, and there's literally thousands and thousands of resources here to, to engage with. And then I'm going to switch gears and just show you some of the ministries that are available. And, and you don't have to be in Dallas to participate in expressions of this these ministries, which is exactly why I'm taken to the airwaves to share this with whoever's listening, because maybe your uh, marriage is in a place like mine was before a divorce became part of my story and you were struggling, or maybe, you know, on a scale of one to 10, your marriage is a seven, but you'd like to take it to a nine, or maybe, you know, it's down there in the, in the lower single digits. And you're like, man, we need to get some help. Well, re-engage is a, is a ministry that's not just hosted at Watermark, but it has uh, availability all over. Let me just point you over here all over the planet now. If you're looking for help in your marriage, you can literally uh, look to hundreds of churches that are currently hosting Reengage because this ministry has multiplied itself around the country and even outside the, the, the boundaries of the United States. So come out here and check that out. And we'll come back here. You see Regeneration is a ministry that I've benefited from being a part of. It grew out of the original ministry called Celebrate Recovery. Um, those of you who are familiar with that, it's a 12-step 12 12 biblically-based um, recovery ministry, and regeneration is Watermark's expression of that, and it's actually become the largest recovery community in the country every Monday night in the Dallas campus, and it's actually being, um, uh, it's being held in other campuses, literally, again, just like Reengage, all over the country and in other countries, Regen attracts over a thousand people each week to hear teaching and be uh, encouraged and inspired when, when life is broken and you need recovery from codependency, from pornography, from addiction, like I did, eating disorders, anger, depression, abuse, uh, and more. You can go out to Regen and take a step towards. Um, recovery. Now I can go on. They're doing that now for kids and teens. You can get help at Watermark in their finance and career ministries. There's resources there. You can um, download for free. There's grief recovery, foster care and adoption, family restoration, um, after abortion care and men. There's uh, recovery for sexual abuse for men and women. And there's stories. The reason I'm pointing you here, if you're not listening to this somewhere near Dallas, where you could come jump in and be served by the people leading these ministries, 
you can go out and listen to stories of people who have found hope and healing and um, and help from these ministries. Uh, and there's just, I don't have time to talk about them all. Another one that I was, that I was fortunate to participate in is divorce recovery. Um, that's built around coming around people who may be going through that incredibly hard season and having a chance to be around people that can love and encourage and instruct you about the wise ways to walk through um, that uh, really incredibly tough um, reality. So I'm going to point to just a couple more things here where you can, like it says here, connect and grow and serve at every life stage. So if you happen to be in the DFW area, you can connect with um, kids ministry and student ministry. Honestly, I just have to give a shout out to the student ministry folks. I wish I would have had a chance to grow up in a ministry like this where they call on uh, adults and young adults to join and partner with parents in raising kids to learn the ways of walking in uh, the footsteps of in the way of life that Jesus calls us to. When we put our faith in him, he calls us to a way of life. And so the, the people that invest in this student ministry make a commitment to walk with students in a small group and get involved in their life from sixth grade all the way to 12th grade. We're talking about making a seven-year commitment. And so it's it's a one of the most unique student ministries you could ever um, and the, and the, again, the teaching and the resources that are out there, you can, you can plug into those, whether you're in Dallas or somewhere else. Now I'll highlight the porch, um, and this other single adult ministry that I got to be a part of for a few years called gather for folks in their thirties, forties, and fifties who, um, are walking the, the single lifestyle, um, and whatever season of life they're in. And then the porch, which is a, the largest gathering of young adults in the ministry, uh, almost anywhere in the country, every Tuesday night, both in Dallas and it's streamed out of multiple locations, it's multiplied to other cities, two or 3,000, maybe more. I, I don't I don't plug into that, but the porch for young adults is one of the most impactful young adult ministries literally on planet Earth. And you can go check out that at theporchlive.tv uh, or just ch check it right out here from watermark.org. Um, I could go on and on. There's so many more uh, resources out here for men and women and parenting and marriage. So I commend everything that Watermark has to offer. We're a group of folks who know we're not perfect, but we are following a, a perfect person and his name is Jesus. And we want others to learn and experience what it's like to have a relation with God through Jesus. So there's gift number two on this episode. The third one I'm going to point to is another uh, ministry that many folks may be, um, and literally millions of folks around the world have engaged with, and that is Desiring God. Um, originally built as a digital platform for much of the work of the ministry of a pastor in, in Minneapolis named John Piper. But today, it's, it's a collection of articles and messages and books and podcasts that literally number into the tens of thousands. And I've personally benefited from reading and interacting with content from all those categories. In fact, some of the most important uh, wisdom uh, that's informed some of the most important decisions of my life have come because of the influence of, of these resources. I could point you to like, there's uh, any number of like dozens and hundreds of books. It's searchable in any kind of way. Um, there's 
three books that I could highlight, well, maybe four, there's a small one called, if you want to get a short primer and you're like, I've never heard of Desiring God or any of the people, there's men and women publishing here regularly, daily. There's new articles, new podcasts. Uh, there's a, a 365-day devotion called Solid Joys. I, I commend all of it to you, but there's four books I might highlight that you could start with if you want to get a sense of what's at the heart of this ministry. And the first one would be The Dangerous Duty of Delight by John Piper. And the other three titles would be also by John Piper. One of his seminal works is Desiring God. Um, the second one you might look at is um, The Pleasures of God. And the third one would be Future Grace. Now, there's dozens of other titles, uh, and I'm not going to point you to uh, anything other than this as a resource. Um, to go and find out how God can become the most satisfying thing to your soul, no matter what's going on in your life. And we're living in a time of unprecedented change around the world and things that uh, most of us haven't encountered maybe ever. And there's teen, teen mental health uh, is kind of on the rocks um, and depression out there is, and suicide is on the rise. There, there's, so many, I mean, life is hard uh, and living, living in it is difficult. Um, I mean, I can't even keep my mic straight here, but there are, there is hope and there are resources. And so I hope I'm going to, I'm going to unshare my screen here so we can come back and land the plane. And if you made it this far, I want to say congratulations for sticking around for these many minutes. I do hope that something along the way pinged you, um, whether you're listening or watching, um, it's something that you might follow up on. And all the links to everything I've, uh, I've mentioned will be in the show notes on the podcast and also in the, in the uh, description notes on YouTube. So all you have to do is literally go out there to look and explore is a click and check those out. And if they are a blessing to you, don't, don't keep it to yourself. Just like my buddy, David, who mentioned, hey, you should go check out Rollins College. What would have happened if he didn't open his mouth? Um, my life, I I'm sure would have turned out great because God is great and he's got good plans for us all. Um, but you opening your mouth or sharing a link with someone, you just have no idea the possible impact that you're going to have. So I hope that this has been a time uh, that's been a blessing. You found something in there that pings your soul. Um, if you do, please pass it on. Go ahead and subscribe, like. Um, I'm really not here trying to build a huge following. I'm trying to be an arrow that points people where you can find um, true hope in life. And that's in a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. So I wish everyone Merry Christmas. And I invite you to come back for episodes three and four that'll be coming out over the next uh, week or so here. So thanks for tuning in.